Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Monday, October 16th, 2023, and this is episode 546 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled SRF Recap, and uh, I'm going to talk about SRF. I'm going to recap it. So how's it going, guys? Hope your weekend was fantastic. I, um, I definitely um enjoyed it enjoyed it i am exhausted this morning i see pip and kyle both up already good morning good morning on their way back to uh on their way back to where they go a kyle says good morning Corey." uh she's 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 a little involved she's involved after being uh being involved all weekend at srf she is she's She's like, you don't mind if I interrupt your show, do you? <laughs> Joking, but um, yeah, it was a great weekend. I'm uh, I'm pretty beat. I didn't get a chance to do any show prep for the weekend or for the week. This weekend, I was a little tied up, busy. Um, man, since like last Wednesday, that's on my list to talk about. But uh, did not get a chance to prep the week, so I figured we would. Uh, I would just do a recap and kind of throw some notes together for the the festival this weekend and uh, the time prior and just chat about how it was and the experience and go from there go from there i have uh, some time today to get caught up on show prep for the rest of the week so the rest of the week should be some more normal topics and more normal shows so if you're sick <laughs> if you're sick of hearing about self-reliance festival don't worry it'll only be another day maybe a couple as Kyle travels home, because I'm sure he's going to want to talk about it. I think he said he wanted to do a uh, a recap live here this week sometime. So, what's in the cup? I have uh, I have some leftover Silver Bullet blend. I uh, I sent both those guys home on the road with some single serve packs of Silver Bullet. So I hope you guys enjoy them. But I am uh, I'm fin finishing up the rest of those. I I was so. So ready to go back to bed this morning when I got up. I was uh, glad I had those pre-pack, pre-ground um, single serves because I was not in the in the mood for not in the mood for grinding the coffee this morning. So it is uh, it was definitely a rough go of it. So morning, Hunter. How we doing over on Twitch? Uh, vacation in Arkansas. That doesn't sound bad. Did you go someplace fun or is that just family family getaway normal? Did you go to um, a sp specific location? Uh, not to give away your not to give away your secret vacation location, but and uh, Haas, how we doing from Northern California? Good morning, nice to see you, MSU Rifle. It was great to see you guys. Oh, nice, Hunter went to Crater of Diamonds. Nice. We haven't been there. Did you find anything? I mean, you're here in the chat. I don't know if you'd be up at uh, if you'd be up at six in the morning if you found something. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Didn't find anything. Oh, Kyle says he uh, literally feels like he ran a marathon. Well, uh, you did, dude. Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Anytime you got close to somebody, you just ran away. <laughs> it was definitely a marathon. No, man. It was. Uh, it was. <laughs> Kyle's got leftover fajitas in his cup. 
no. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. It was exhausting. It was definitely exhausting. I've uh, progressed. I progressed with the festival from uh, the first time spring twenty two. We were just attendees. We uh, we watched all the presentations, uh, stuck under the tent, and uh, didn't really interact with many people. Second year we went. Uh, I don't know. I think I picked two presentations a day I wanted to see, and the rest I um, Corey forced me. Actually, Kyle was uh, Kyle was nervous, nervous, um, and I helped him along because I remembered my wife helping me along uh, two years ago, three or uh, yeah, with a year ago, spring and fall, both of them, her pushing me to meet people when I was awkwardly, um, I don't know if it was starstruck or, or what it was. I don't normally get starstruck, but uh, yeah, it was, it's just an awkward situation when you go, when you try to, um, when you try to go up and talk to somebody that you've listened to or you learn from, or you've been inspired from, uh, it's not necessarily a celebrity thing. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know. It, 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 I had the feeling and I saw the feeling in Kyle's eyes. And so I tried to uh, pull him along. So he didn't miss a whole, whole year. Like I did sitting watching tents after, until my wife made me do shit. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. It was great. I just got a list of things I want to talk about here. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, notes are all messed up. Like I said, no time to do anything. Didn't get the didn't get the weekly emails out. I was uh, I was standing there on Sunday night. I was like, man, I oh crap, I didn't send out either of the emails that I've been committing to doing. And um, it is it is what it is. It is a diff it was definitely uh, it is definitely a different week. Hunter <laughs> says people are scary. I get it. I mean, it, interacting with people is nerve-wracking for a lot of people and a lot of people at the festival definitely um we're all kind of um we're all kind of introverts we talk about it all the time i shouldn't say all of us but a lot of people in the community are introverts um we kind of keep to ourselves we want to be left alone so turning that around and making it a hundred percent out hundred percent just go and open yourself up it's tough. It's tough. There's a lot of different things that go into, I think, the the preparedness uh, world, self-sufficiency world, homesteading world. There's a lot of that that uh, that lends itself to be uh, more introverted people. So I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it once you start, though, once you break through that, it, it gets way easier. So proud of you, Kyle. Proud of you. <laughs> Um, man, first thing on my list is John and Amanda Willis. They're they're fantastic. Uh, every time I go to their facility, every time I go to an event at, at their facility, uh, it's fantastic. They they are very gracious, gracious hosts. Uh, happy to smile and, and shake your hand and have a conversation with you. Um, as a speaker, I was able to explore a little bit more of the factory. They had some they had some private area uh, roped off for. 
speakers to go and get away just to get away from the crowd and uh, man what a what an interesting place that is if you've if you've seen uh, john's lives at all with him walking around the factory you know kind of the collector he is and it doesn't stop just in the rooms that he shows he shows to the public so it is definitely it is definitely a very cool building i uh, i appreciate everything john and, and amanda do for that that festival and um how great of a host they are. So I appreciate that for sure. Nicole, uh, Nicole sauce, man, she, she puts it all into, into the festival. She does a amazing job. She's got a great team that uh, put things together. And as an attendee, I guess, um, as someone that's seen the backside of it, um, it goes off without a hitch. The backside, madness, sure madness, <laughs> and I can only imagine. I can only imagine running something this big, seeing how big it is, the coordination of uh, of all the vendors and speakers and guests and facility and everything. Um, I can only imagine the whirlwind it is, and uh, it's been a, it's been a long time. It, it's been a a long adventure for her for this uh, for this festival particularly. So. Bravo, Amanda, or, uh, Amanda. <laughs> Bravo, Nicole. It was, uh, it was great. And as an attendee, it, you would, you would think that it's been going on for a hundred years because it, it just goes well. It goes well. Her team, she's put a great team together that, that pulls it off for sure. And, uh, I appreciate that. And, uh, it's good to see her anytime I can. And, uh, yeah, probably going to do it again at some point, at some point. So, Nicole was fantastic, and then uh, next on the list is uh, that butcher guy. Man, it was cool meeting him. It was cool meeting. Him. I'm glad he's gone. No, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm so. Uh, I'm so glad he made the trip out with his wife. His uh, his wife was super cool. I don't care what he says about her online. Um, man, she's uh, she's great. I think she's great for him. Really enjoyed spending time with her. Corey enjoyed spending time with her and getting to know her. And um, man can't wait to see you again can't wait to see you guys again he had his um he had his butcher breakdown and uh, did fantastic he knocked it out of the park i uh i tried to i was like i'm gonna be there for him in case he's nervous or in case uh, things are going wrong and we had to get him set up get him set up and i'm looking at him and i was like he's got it he's got it uh hopefully once he realizes the difference between uh, talking into this microphone with nobody looking back at you and the crowd that he got was uh, was pretty good, it was definitely definitely good for um, what was that like nine thirty on Saturday morning? It's like yeah. right away on Saturday morning he's cutting up a hog and I don't know if they announced it at all or anything, but uh, man, people flocked to see it. Um, <laughs> Kyle's wife says he's just saying that. <laughs> no, no. Corey, Corey was uh, Corey was very glad to meet her. I was too. Uh, anybody that can bust your balls and uh, do it in person and smacky if it needs to be done, I uh, I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that. So it was very nice meeting you, Nicole, and uh, I can't uh, can't wait to see you guys again. But his. Uh, I wanted to be there for him for his for his presentation. We got uh, got him set up, and there's a bunch of people already there. He grabbed a hacksaw and went to work and started talking. And uh, man, there was no nervousness at all. 
at least he didn't show it. And he did a phenomenal job. I got a, a few pictures and a little video took off. And man, the crowd just kept growing. Had an awesome, awesome crowd. I think he got the whole thing on his iPad. I don't know if he was able to watch it yet and see how well it turned out. But hopefully he uh, he's able to get that posted up online at some point. Because, uh, yeah, it was uh, two hours, I think. He took a two-hour breakdown of that pig. And uh, from what I hear, I wasn't able to stick around for the whole thing. But uh, I heard it went... Uh, I heard it went uh, pretty good. Uh, he says he didn't stop talking for two hours. Yeah. He didn't stop talking for two hours. And he didn't have a cigarette for two hours, which was even more impressive. <laughs> Thanks, by the way. My lungs are uh, my lungs just hurt today. So I appreciate you, Kyle. Um, Nicole counted 60 plus people at Kyle's presentation at one point. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have doubted that. Um, I, I, yeah, it was uh, well attended for sure. Uh, lots of questions. I've, I heard from people that uh, watched it, that the information and the way it was presented was great. Um, he was able to stick around, uh, answer some questions after dude, I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. It was, um, it was great. It was great. So, uh, let's see. So that was Kyle and, uh, and Nicole, we got to spend, uh, spend time at the vendor tent. So we had a vendor tent there. We uh, put together, split it up between some people. So Kyle, Kyle uh, came out and he brought some uh, some grease, so for uh, gun gun lube or something. I don't know what it was, <laughs> and uh, and Senor's skull. No, that yeah, that was Senor. That was Senor's skull. Um, taxidermied. It was beautiful. It was uh, it was really cool definitely a showpiece i was glad he brought it a lot of people were walking by and just kind of noticed it it stuck out and uh, drew people in so bravo on that kyle for bringing it and then uh, old pip good morning pip there hope the drive's going well and um and safe travels for sure pip came out with man ducks upon ducks upon ducks i think he said he had like 300 ducks or something when 500, he, when he came. 500 when he came oh yeah 500 uh 500 ducks to give away huge hit huge hit with the kids for sure uh but the adults were having fun with it uh also i uh, have plenty of guys that are uh, going to be messing with their co-workers this week when they get back to work and um Kyle says so many duck and ducks. Yeah, it was uh, definitely ducked up around uh, around that tent all the time, and got a lot of uh, got a lot of exposure. Got to uh, got to tell people what uh, the ducks were. There were a lot of questions because, like me, when I first saw them, I was like, "What? What are you talking about, dude?" Uh, yeah, it's it's a phenomenon that's uh, that's spreading. It's, it's uh, moving beyond jeeps, and uh, it was cool to have all those there and that attention drawn. And then uh, <laughs> Pip's Pip's quote of the weekend: "Take a duck, please, for the love of God, take more ducks." <laughs> I don't want to drive all of these back to Florida. So that was fun. Uh, I was also had the the pleasure of having Toolman Tim and his wife Becky at the vendor tent, and so Tim had Tim had his patches and uh, battery packs. He's got these awesome custom battery packs. If you if you haven't seen them, if you've never heard of them, if you don't know who Toolman Tim is, I really suggest you start following him. So when uh, when he's got like five or six million followers, you can say you got in under 
under, I think he's at, uh, I don't know, depends on the platform, but uh, he's not quite there yet. He is not a superstar status yet, but definitely a shooting star and on the way up because, man, he's blowing it up. He is blowing it up. He got to MC the event. Um, so it was nice. Here's, uh, here's the deal about the vendor tent. It was really nice. Oh, Tim had his patches there also. His uh, his patches from his Patch of the Month Club had them out for sale and then a bunch of swag. So that was cool. Um, and I had a bunch of stuff for sale. I was gone most of the time. I was in my own head for the majority of the festival because I had to speak. So 15 years since I did any public speaking, I was uh, a little bit nervous. And I'll get to that a little bit more. But it was fantastic having multiple people at the at the vendor tent it was nice to be able to walk away to go see a presentation if you wanted to uh to get away to go to the bathroom not worry about the tent someone was always there if if it needed to be there are plenty of times like when joel salatin's speaking that it there's no one even at their tents not even the vendors are at their tents um all the participants all the vendors all the speakers are all watching the people that are talking at some point. So it is what it is. It, it's a very, it's a very trustworthy community and um, you can kind of walk away, but it was really nice to have, have multiple people there to interact. And I can't thank my wife enough. <laughs> my wife, my wife basically uh, manned the tent when I was just nervous and pacing and I got to go for a walk or I got to go talk to someone. I have to uh, whatever. It was it was fantastic to have here. I can't I can't thank her enough, and I appreciate her so much for for dealing with all the chaos that comes with this show. She didn't she didn't choose to start doing this show, but she has to deal with all the fallout of the the crazy shit that uh, that we end up doing together together. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that was that was the vendor tent. I, I hit uh, I hit Kyle and his wife, uh, Pip, Tim. I think uh, the attendance was up for sure from just visually. Uh, Kyle says thank you, Corey. <laughs> uh, visually, uh, just the attendance was up from the last time I was there. So we didn't go in the spring, but we were there last fall and last June. So the two prior to the to the previous one and visibly, well, definitely more vendors. Uh, we talked when we got there on Friday night and did vendor setup and kind of formulated a plan. Actually, we just went and bullshitted uh, for a few hours and didn't really come up with a plan because the next morning no one knew. Uh, Tim didn't know how to set up the, the canopy because we went to walk over to see our vendor spot and... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, vendor spot and uh, never made it never made it if you've ever walked around a festival uh, as a presenter or um, meeting up with other people after multiple uh, times attending you know you can walk about 15 feet especially as the festival goes on it gets easier to get around but uh, man that first night when it was vendors only and uh, speakers and presenters are showing up and people are, are reuniting um man to walk 50 feet you you stop and talk to people 
And uh, it's great, it's great, but uh, it, you really have to plan that into your uh, to your work and uh, and figure out ways around that, or you don't really you don't get anything done. But um, yeah, it was uh, forty, I believe. I believe the numbers. I I think these are what was said. I guess they don't want me talking about vendors. Um, 40, uh, uh, <laughs> 40 vendors uh, outside, 20 inside. It, it was fantastic. It was just packed. It was packed with vendors. I think they're probably close to the limit on uh, on vendors unless uh, John opens like his, his uh, other pasture uh, where he's got his animals. I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, that's cool. The attendees, Nicole told me that she had, um, the last time she checked before there were pre-purchased, there were over 500. Um, they had 65 or more um, verified 65 virtual tickets and more were, uh, were probably coming in. Hey, Walter, what are you doing? Thank you. Uh, vendor, uh, excuse me, 65 virtual well-attended, well-attended event. Um, I felt that it felt fuller, uh, both vendors, obviously, just because of the setup, but really traffic flow of people. And then the tents when there were presentations going on, you could just feel like it was... You felt like it was was more people, and I really think it is. So that's cool. It's continuing to grow. Uh, Pip says I drove to Tennessee to listen to Joel and some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate that. Uh, you should have just said no. You, sh you should have just said no. Um, yeah. So well attended. More people. Um, and e Joel, uh, what a great guy. What I got to speak with Joel, speak with and to and meet uh, Joel Salatin a couple times. Fantastic man, fantastic man. Uh, very, very well spoken. Obviously, he's been a been a public speaker for a very long time. Uh, listening to him give his presentations was fantastic in person. I've seen, um, I mean, I've seen his stuff online. I've watched his processing classes. I've I've seen him give speeches. I've read his books. Um, obviously, um, just a a good a good presenter. Um, the things you've seen, the the thought patterns he has, the things he conveys are are fantastic. Seeing him in person was different. It was definitely different vibe. He uh, it 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 makes it better. It makes it better. He's he's definitely a. Um, He's definitely a great guy. I mean, in all outward appearances, and uh, you could tell he, it didn't feel like he was faking any of it for sure. I uh, got to meet him and talk to him off on the side a few times. Kyle got to meet him. If you're, uh, did Kyle post a picture of him uh, with Joel with so. the smile he had? <laughs> if you go to if you go to Kyle's Facebook. <laughs> Oh, Corey, if you go to Corey's Facebook, um, I'm sure I'll share it on my um, on the Lost Project Facebook at some point here today as we get caught up. Like I didn't post on social media at all. I don't think this weekend didn't really open my phone, which was which was cool. Just check the time. But man, Kyle got to meet uh, Joel Salton. 
And when he did, uh, we got him to take a picture after I shoved him over to to uh, to take a picture with the man and shake his hand. <laughs> and I get it. I get it for sure. Um, yeah, I get it, man. I for sure I get it. Uh, but man, the smile on his face made my night um, last night when Corey was showing me pictures. It absolutely made my night. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm proud of you for going over to talk to him. And uh, since Tim posted it in his group, in his Telegram group, I, I want to. Um, Tim got to interview Joel Salatin for 20 minutes for his podcast. It's fantastic. I uh, he told me that he uh, he told me that he asked him. Actually, I was standing there when he asked him if he could get a get an interview. Uh, it was for supposed to be for a later date. I from what I understood. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the event, he's like, man, where's my tripod? Do you have my tripod? And I'm like, dude, you seem a little wound up um, all day. You haven't really been that concerned. Even when you were going to go speak, you weren't concerned about where your tripod was to get it filmed. And um, all of a sudden, he's like, "I Joel, Joel wants to talk to me. I'm like, uh, what? He's like, I get, I get to interview him. And I'm like, Oh, dude. Yeah, your tripod's right there. Corey's like, it's on your chair. It's on your chair. <laughs> and so uh, we got to wander over and catch the end of Tim's interview uh, with Joel privately off in a separate tent. And uh, oh, my God, it was fantastic. Just the more I got to hear somebody speak or hear him speak, uh, the more I, I like the guy, <laughs> the more I like him for sure. Um, I think Nicole said that... Uh, that last five minutes was like her favorite, or maybe it was Kyle, that five minutes or uh, six minutes that we sat down and, and caught the end of Tim interviewing Joel was probably the best part of any speech that we watched because it was like a private, a private speech. The three of us, Corey, you were there in behind four of us standing there um, 15 minutes or 15 feet away watching, uh, watching him get interviewed. It was, it was cool. And uh, I'm, I'm so happy for Tim. Tim knocked it out of the park this weekend. He uh, he interviewed, he or, uh, he interviewed, he emceed. He did interview. He interviewed a bunch of people. He was he's on fire, um, getting fantastic interviews. I'm pretty sure he got to uh, he got to speak with Jack. He got to interview um, Joel Salatin uh, and and plenty of other people. I'm sure he was uh, he was a very busy man this weekend. But he also gave his. Um, he, it was cool. I was super impressed. Um, I didn't get to see Tim's poverty mindset speech. I have seen it. I've seen it uh, a few different times. We've talked about it in private uh, multiple times. Uh, and he knocks it out of the park every every time I see it, hear it, or get any feedback before... Um, <laughs> uh, before... Um, he or after he gave it after he gives it uh hearing feedback from from people that have seen it or tim himself and he's just honing that that perfect presentation well crazy thing was tim went over and needed a break when joel was up on stage when joel salton went up to speak and Corey and i and everybody pretty much went over to to watch it because, man, you get to see Joel Salatin speak, you, you just take that opportunity. And I suggest anybody, 
after seeing him, I suggest anybody that uh, has that opportunity, go for it. And if you're close to Polyface Farm, go, go check it out. Go check it out. Um, and so there's Tim over in the tent with Becky uh, kind of getting some time, a minute away. And here, Joel Salatin say, uh, yeah, something about Tim. Mentioned Tim's name. He mentioned Tag's name uh, from the community. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. He uh, He's mentioning people he's met. Um, and then all of a sudden, Joel mentions him again. I'm like, holy crap, Tim. Holy crap. And then, and then... I hear Joel say, and now I'm going to have to add no poverty mindset to my employee hiring criteria or something to that effect. And I was like, okay, Tim. <laughs> okay, buddy. I turned around. I walked back over to our vendor tent and I said, oh, yeah. Um, how's it going? How you doing, man? He's like, all right, I'm really tired. You know, it's almost, it's getting close to the end. I said, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you might want to go over and, uh, and or I said, you know, we're over there listening to Joel speak. And he says, okay. I said, you might want to come over. I'm pretty sure he's mentioned your name two or three times already. And Tim's like, what? <laughs> Jumps up, runs over the tent. And uh, man, yeah, uh, what a fantastic speaker he is. He sat in the crowd for the speeches before him and worked on his presentation and included included thoughts from the day. Um, wow, uh, what a what a great guy that um, that he understands the value of the the people before him and, and tying that in. Um, yeah, and I mean, and Tim's Tim's philosophy of poverty mindset, his presentation is absolutely phenomenal. So I can understand why he uh, he took notice of that. But congratulations on Tim. Uh, hey, good morning, Rewilder Life. How are we doing this morning? Uh, she says she's been up to Polyface Farm, and it's definitely worth it. I can uh, I could definitely after he, I always thought it would be. I never thought it would be. Um, I never. Th thought it would be anything more than spectacular after reading his books and and seeing all the videos uh but speaking to him or speaking with him hearing him present and uh hearing him talk about the way they run the farm and how uh it's 24 7 365 open uh unannounced visit uh and man to open your life like that you have to just be a very generous man and uh and want people to learn so yeah, it's uh, it was great. It was great to see him. I think the highlight of Kyle's weekend. Um, I don't know if it was uh, if it is probably a tie, uh, a, a three way tie uh, between between getting to give me a hug, um, meeting and standing next to and, and chatting for a second with Joel Salatin or eating cured meat out of Jack Spearco's trunk. One of those, one of those three, uh, Kyle, uh, <laughs> Kyle was <coughs> giving Jack a, a gift. He, he gave him some, some gun, uh, some gun lube or grease or something that he had. And, um, Jack wanted to put it in his car. He said, come on over. 
And so Kyle wanders away with Jack and he comes back to the booth and he's like, I just ate meat out of Jack's trunk. I'm like what? <laughs> I guess Jack had some, uh, some cured meat that he had made himself and brought up in his trunk and uh, the backwoods butcher got to share some with him. So I'm pretty sure that was one of the highlights of, of Kyle's weekend for sure. And then meeting uh, one of his idols. And I mean, a bunch of them, a bunch of them, especially me, but no, uh, I, uh, I'm glad he got these experiences and uh, made the trip worth it for him. Um, yeah, so let's see what else on this list here. It uh, voices uh, is holding, but I'm surprised. I talked a bunch. I talked definitely talked a bunch this year. Uh, yeah, all weekend starting Wednesday. Corey and I, uh, Corey and I were figuring out that it started Wednesday night and uh, kind of went straight through until last night, and so. It's going to be a slow going day around here. I have a feeling Corey Corey's off for two more days. She is uh, ecstatic that she took an extra two vacation days off after the festival to recover. And uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, so we get, we're going to do, uh, we'll probably do a little bit today, but I'm guessing uh, I'm going to get tomorrow's show set up and maybe work on something else. I have a bunch of follow-up to do um, from the people from the the people that I met, the connections I made, and uh, emails are already rolling in from information I gave out, so that's cool. And uh, that was next on my list was the networking and connection time. There is it's always phenomenal. It, it, events like that, events where you're with uh, quote unquote your people. Uh, people that have like minds to you, you don't necessarily agree on everything. You probably agree on a lot. You probably agree on a more than you actually know um but you can you can feel you can feel people being comfortable there because the um you are like-minded like when you walk in to john's facility and you start talking to people you realize that you aren't alone in this shit you weren't um you're not alone in how uh, you you feel alone a lot. I I think it was um, I think it was Nicole did a presentation, and then Nicole and and someone else did another presentation all about networking, all about underground networking uh, within the community, and then a uh, community connections session. I think it was forty five minutes long, where they talked to people. In the audience, they talk, they said, where are you from? And people would tell where they were from. And they would say, "Is, for example, Minneapolis. I heard as I was walking by out to the out to the truck, they were doing this, this presentation. And they said, is anybody from Minneapolis? Or where's the next person from? Their hands were up. I'm from Minneapolis. And I'm like, whoa, cool, cool. I used to be from around there. And then somebody else was like, I'm from Northern Minnesota. I'm from here. I'm from there. Two people online were like, I'm from really close to there. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it happens every year. And every year somebody says, I drove to Tennessee to realize that there's people 10 minutes from me. Corey and I this weekend had the pleasure of meeting a couple people that are eight miles from us that just moved here that happened to be looking for their tribe. They happen to be looking for their people here. They've been here for, uh, what was that, four months, five months? And uh, 
and hadn't really met anybody yet. Well, they met me. They met me and Corey. We're gonna go get dinner this week. Um, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that they they find their tribe here because we're looking to. We have kind of a, a community around here a little bit. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it's fantastic. And to go there and meet people that are so close to you. Uh, and then go home and be able to network with them is great. But the the familiar faces and the connections that aren't next to you are, are always great. They're always great, the familiar faces, especially like I was mentioning, when you show up on uh, vendor setup night or speakers or when you're volunteering and you're in that core community that uh, comes back every year, <laughs> every other year you've met before. Uh, seeing those faces and uh, the smiles and the the feelings you get when you get to reconnect, uh, usually about a year or, or six months or whatever, it's fantastic. Uh, I mentioned it's pain in the ass to try to walk around, but those connections are so well worth it. That's why you stop and that's why it's okay. But uh, new people, uh, new presenters, new speakers, new vendors, new uh, people in the crowd. I met a ton of people. I didn't have any of their permission to talk about them, so I'm never going to mention them by name. Uh, but man, local and all over the country, just looking for advice on different things and talking and uh, interested in what we're doing. Um, I've never been offered so many more places to stay in my RV. It's phenomenal. The The, the community is so open and welcoming um, and uh, don't ask for anything back. Uh, I think... I think Jack has really set a, a precedent and people have really uh, latched onto it. I know I have especially, but value for value. You don't expect value until you put it out there. Um, I think this is this community so welcoming and so encompassing because everybody's willing to put value out there and see if it comes back. You understand that the people that you want to be around value you and the effort you're putting out, and it comes back to you a hundredfold. So the mindset has to be providing value to get some back. Open yourself up, don't expect things from people, and just give, give what you can. Give the effort you can, give the knowledge you can, give the money you can, whatever you can, and it will come back to you out of this community, I guarantee it. You'll get more than you put in. It just, it's that multiplier effect. We saw it at Tim's on Workday. That multiplier effect is unreal. So um, the community and connections, I, I value those for sure. Uh, it helps it helps us as we travel to obviously network with more and more people. Uh, but man, just the being able to connect those people. Uh, I think it was two or three times in the weekend I was able to talk to somebody and then later in the weekend talk to someone else and hook them up together, um, run into the other and, and connect these two people that were in this parking lot um, at this facility, at this festival. And Jesus, the whole thing is bouncing. Oh, uh, at this festival, and maybe they're from five 500 miles apart, uh, but they really needed to be connected at that moment because I was that conduit. I heard what this guy was working on and I heard what this lady was talking about and they were close together and they should have talked. 
they were going to be able to help each other. So I think that happened a couple times, and that's probably the the greatest thing I like out of uh, out of doing this whole thing in general. But uh, this event in particular is making those connections for other people. I know Nicole does presentations on it, whole presentations on it. But once it starts happening, once you start seeing it happen, um, that's the drive for me. So. Um, Kyle says, can't thank you enough for guiding me through my first festival. Yeah, I mean, it was like taking, uh, it was like, you know, when uh, there's that old, uh, exper older experienced girl that uh, she gets a soft spot in her heart for helping those boys along when they get, when they get their, uh, when they get their big boy feelings and um, they're trying to explore things. I felt like I had to guide Kyle through his first, uh, first festival experience. Haas asked if Renegade was there. No, he wasn't. Uh, he says he hasn't seen him post much. Yeah, yeah. Um, just leave that at that. He went through some stuff. He was dealing with some stuff. And uh, he'll be back around at some point, I'm guessing. Uh, Pip says, I got the zombie and reaper ducks with SOE cards on plugs into Amanda. She's... Okay, um, that was probably a good. Uh, she got he got him into Amanda Willis's hands. Um, <laughs> that's that's probably a good idea for sure. <clears throat> Seeing that um, there was a what was that? Probably a twenty foot skeleton out front. <laughs> a twenty foot skeleton out front of the factory when uh, uh, they. Uh, when they uh, when you walk in right in front of the factory, John and Ed have like a twenty foot uh, skeleton with an SOE shirt on it. So that was cool to see. Uh, John and Amanda are huge Halloween fans, and uh, if you ever get to see the eclectic stuff around their factory, you can definitely tell they're into that Halloween and spooky oddities motif, um, to say the least. Uh, what? <laughs> Pips of a, a dude um a dude saw his Mopar jacket. Turns out he's from Titusville. Five minute conversation about the UAW strike. Yeah, I mean the connections were are they just make themselves really. If you just listen to people and you talk to people and you take the time to listen to them, uh it's amazing how how similar we all are i think that's that's my biggest takeaway every time i go there is we're all different but man we all have the same goal we all have kind of an internal um an internal uh desire to to uh be around like-minded people uh let's see the weather did i talk about the weather i don't think i talked about the weather weather was nice it, it cooled off it made it easier for us with the dogs uh both days i think we're highs in the 60s okay saturday sun out guns out sun's out guns out kyle uh, kyle i didn't get to see the the america tank i was kind of disappointed about that but uh saturday was 60s and sunny we can leave the dogs with uh with no air on with that they were they were fine uh the dogs my dogs they behaved i um I can't ask more of what they did. Uh, they did have a, an accident or um, uh, they were mad at us. I think that was Friday night. Friday night, the first night, 
well, it was like the third day, second day in a row. They were kind of irritated. They had a little uh, urine accident, or maybe it was on purpose. We don't know. Uh, but anyway, the rest of the whole weekend, they behaved like rock stars. Appreciate them. Um, when we got home, I may have had a little breakdown with them. But, um, man, they, uh, they could have tore this place apart, and they didn't. So that's always nice. Um, but, yeah, 60s and sunny on Saturday. And then Sunday... The moisture moved in. There was no rain on the forecast for the whole weekend, but uh, it was sprinkling in the morning. Uh, the whole day was kind of overcast and cloudy. The sun would pop out. Uh, highs, I think, were in the 50s. And by the time we left, it was 50 and raining. Uh, it gets it gets cool. It gets cool. Definitely when you're wet, damp, the wind was blowing, and it's a little chilly. And the fact that it was 80-plus and sunny on Wednesday and Thursday. So And for... Uh, a bunch of time before that so that change in weather that cool coming in it really helped us with the dogs and not having to worry about them because we were an hour away each direction it makes for a long day and uh, you know there is something to be said for dogs this size they do have large bladders and can uh, can make it a long time and they do like to sleep a ton so that also helps so dogs were good dogs uh dogs were good um my presentation, I got to speak. I got to speak at SRF. That was cool. Um, I was nervous, to say the least, to say the least. I had plenty of public speaking experience uh, in my past, but it's been 15 years. It's been 15 years since the last time I was uh, speaking in front of people. You say, but you do a podcast every day. You know who watches me do the podcast? Corey, sometimes. Sometimes. she's uh, Other times she's doing what she's doing. Uh, I don't have cameras looking at all you guys or um, people that are listening. The live viewers. I can't see you. It's uh, You guys could throw shit at me. You could point at me. You could laugh. I mean, sure you do uh, a lot of the time. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, Pip, I'm going to get to the drawing here in a bit. That is on the list for sure. Um, so 15 years it had been, and even back when I was doing it every weekend, I DJed, uh, wedding receptions, some rather large ones. So I wasn't really nervous about the amount of people. Like, it's like one of those things. If you're going to speak to a hundred, you can speak to a thousand, but it doesn't get nerve wracking until you get to like 10,000 in a stadium or something. So I was in that same comfort zone as where I was when I was doing those weddings. Um, man, and it was all or nothing at that point. So that was nerve-wracking. You were going to ruin somebody's wedding day. Um, this was nerve-wracking because, man, I want to tell you where I spoke. <laughs> and I saw the agenda, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh, my God, really? I was thinking maybe one, first or second speaker on Saturday morning, you know, ramping the thing up, seeing it was my first uh, – first speaking event. Uh, but man, somebody has to go after the, after some people. <laughs> I looked at the schedule and I was on Sunday evening, afternoon, towards the end of the event. Uh, it looked like there was a closing speech and a giveaway after me. I was like, holy crap. And then I started looking down the agenda. I looked before me uh, a couple spots. A few spots before me was this guy that uh, a few people came to see. Joel Salatin was speaking, um, and then after he was done, he was going to do a, a roundtable. 
So sitting on that stage uh, after Joel Salatin was um, was Jack Spearco, Joel Salatin, Tim Cook, Toolman Tim, if you don't know, uh, John Willis, and John's John's buddy Sully. And sitting there looking at that stage, I sat in the front row for that one. Um, it, it was like, holy crap, I'm going to be standing up on that stage next after a break. That's, that's the stage I'm going to be, I'm going to be speaking from. And it was surreal. It really was. I, I look at those guys, including Tim, definitely including Tim. I look up to them. I aspire to them. Uh, they inspire me. I've learned more information from from the group of people on that stage than I could ever pay them back for, individually and collectively. Uh, and to be able to walk I was lucky enough to have Tim introduce me. Tim, uh, Tim got me started doing all this stuff. Tim pushed me to do things. Put Tim, Tim challenges me and pushes me on a on a regular basis. Uh, and uh, we're working closely on a bunch of projects. So I was I was uh, grateful to have Tim introduce me. It really untied the knots in my stomach. But as I'm sitting there watching this roundtable, going, "Holy crap!" Uh, I said, at least there's a break. At least there's a break between this roundtable and um, and my presentation. And so I got ready to go up and um, I was over getting my microphone affixed. I was very relieved that I didn't have to hold a microphone, that I was able to have a, a stationary mic on my ear because I talk with my hands and that doesn't go well when you're talking into a mic. Uh, was one thing I struggled with with my wedding reception, so I was nervous about that. So that was uh, that was a relief. But as I was waiting to go on, uh, it wasn't a break. It wasn't a break between uh, that round table and me. It was uh, about one of the most emotional um, presentations I've seen in a long time. Uh, there was a very thankful uh, member of John's community that uh, did three beautiful paintings for uh, one for John and Amanda, um, one for little bear and one for, uh, for Joel Riles, uh, who lost a, lost a dog. Um, the man uh, basically credited John for uh, helping him pull the gun out of his mouth with a social media post. Um, holy shit dude <laughs> like i'm standing over there getting ready to uh to go on and i looked over at nicole uh nicole sauce who was standing next to me and i said uh okay so so when i'm done being choked up i'm gonna go up there and tell a few stories <laughs> and she just kind of smiled i was um yeah wow it was pretty emotional it was uh it was definitely pretty emotional but i did it I did it, and I was happy with the way it went. I haven't gone back and listened to it. I got some good feedback from people. I'm sure I will be my my biggest critic. I'm sure I will hate everything I did and uh, strive to improve it next time I speak. Because yeah, I will. I will do it again for sure. Um, probably more than just SRF. I'm guessing in my travels, 
but I don't think it will be 15 years before I, uh, before I speak again publicly, it, uh, it felt good. It felt good for sure. And it goes hand in hand with this, um, this genre too. So there was that, um, let's see drawing. <laughs> uh, so there's a, a huge drawing every year opportunity drawing opportunity tickets is uh, is what they say i don't think they can have a, uh, a a drawing legally i don't know what the fucking deal is but anyway it was an opportunity drawing vendors uh, sponsors uh, attendees all threw in awesome prizes every year we go we stand around i look at my tickets and i never win anything i don't win jack shit i never win 50 50 drawings i never win any of that stuff Corey either we usually just hold our tickets and and then walk away and uh, and had and have always enjoyed the festival. Uh, everybody in our group won something this year. It was fantastic. We were all standing around. Tim was actually doing the drawing uh, or uh, running it with uh, some other people, and Tim and Becky were in there. But the rest of the crew was like standing outside the tent together. Corey and I, Pip and uh, and Kyle and his wife. Corey wins. I think you won first, or did Pip? I, oh, I, I think Corey won. Uh, Corey won some honey, some flavored honey. Uh, first, she uh, she got pulled for that. So we have some awesome. Um, we have some awesome honey from uh, Homestead Gourmet, uh, and uh, we had, we uh, are excited to try that. He was a vendor there. He's been a vendor there and in the community for a long time. Uh, come out of the TSP community, I believe. Uh, and then we were standing there, and we were excited. It was the first time we'd won something in a long time, and so that was cool. All of a sudden, uh, I hear Pip get excited. He won. That's me. That's me, he says. What did Pip win? Well, we went. He went up, and he grabbed it. He came out. I wasn't really paying attention to the item that was being drawn, uh, just the number when they would read it. And uh, I see Pip come back. I don't know if you know Pip at all i don't know if you know where he lives but the the florida dude lives in orlando and pip was lucky enough to win a knit wool hat beanie hat and uh, ear warmers so pip will be uh pip will definitely be styling this winter in florida with his new beanie hat and uh, ear warmers and definitely not be cold uh then Corey wins again wins again two times a lady two times a winner. She, uh, she had two tickets. She won on both of them. The second one, she won a, uh, a Beofang radio, um, little higher, uh, level than the ones we currently have and use for communications. But, uh, but we won uh, a radio and a couple of, uh, things of honey. That was really cool. Kyle was lucky enough to win a Yeti, um, water jug. Uh, I think it was gallon jug possibly half gallon i don't know but uh it was something i was eyeballing uh but yeah i i uh, i struck out my tickets didn't win i was really close um back and forth a couple numbers on either side but never never got the score but my wife uh my wife huh oh yeah and tim the guy running the drawing like so um spags was was drawing the tickets Tim was Tim and Nicole Sauce were um, describing the the giveaway prizes. Tim wins three times, three times the Canadian.
<laughs> Damn Canadian. Uh, at the end, after he wins and wins and wins, and he sees Becky sitting over there with a pile of prizes on her lap, he goes, oh, maybe I should uh, throw in a patch of the month club. <laughs> and he gave one away. Um, it was great. It was great. It was uh, It was, It was. was perfect opportunity as Tim took the last prize and set it on Becky's lap for him to just give one more. It must be nice. It was perfect. It was perfect. Um yeah, so that the drawing went well. I was able to give away uh, a comfrey package that I uh, was able to connect with the person that won, and we'll be getting uh, doing some custom uh, custom order for him, depending on the, the where he wants to put it on his property, and doing a little bit of uh, a little bit of consulting and coaching with him uh, for that comfrey prize we gave away. It's great. Uh, it's exciting. After talking to a bunch of people about comfrey, they're they're really understanding how valuable a plant it is. Uh, and Corey and I can't go to SOE without buying gear. Uh, we definitely did that. We, uh, I was able to get a new t-shirt and a hat, beanie hat. And I think this might be my new favorite um, John Willis design. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it on the live, but uh, if you're in the, uh, if you're in the audio audience, it is a very close representation of the United States Postal logo, uh, the United States Post Office logo, and it says United States Post Apocalypse. Um, I love it. I got the t-shirt and the hat. Uh, wear that around. Uh, we got, um, Corey and I both got uh, some portable kind of wallet, um, neck neck hang wallet phone holders uh for working out on tim's property i've lost my phone out of my pocket twice um so when i go on the property get everything out of the pockets get it around my neck uh keys and things i don't want to lose so got that we also got a bunch more um of the of john's bags that Corey is kind of standardizing her whole closet on she's moved away from we don't have drawers she was using baskets to hold like all her t-shirts and different things in uh she's she's transitioned to john's um john's carry bags uh what are they called little tote bags uh, or some toiletry bags toiletry bags uh but they're huge and then like a genius the guy has bigger bags that fit the smaller bags so she's picking up bigger bags to put all her smaller bags in as she, um, as she, um, <laughs> as, as she's filling them up. Haas says, nice, I need to get one to wear when I get my mail. Yeah, that was the favorite part of mine is I love going to the post office. The post office lady here that I, that I interact with is absolutely phenomenal. And I think she will get an absolute riot out of it the first time I wear it in. Because when you glance at it, it looks like the post office logo and especially from afar before you can actually read it. And John, that's John's uh, go-to with his stuff is, uh, is making mocks of different things like that. He nailed it on this one. Kyle said, we dropped some cash. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, get used to that. Like start saving your pennies now, Kyle, uh, for next year, because when you go back the second time, you're like, Oh yeah, I know it's going to be expensive, but I'll just buy a little bit more. And then Corey and I made a couple trips into this into the shop to uh, buy stuff. Three, three. Oh yeah, Corey bought some T-shirts, and thanks Nicole for buying that that T-shirt. So I had to go in again and buy more T-shirts. Appreciate that. 
appreciate that. Anyway, anyway, guys, that's kind of, we're wrapping up on an hour here. We are, wow, we are all the way up to an hour. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if my list was long enough, but it was, it was full. It sure was. Um, backwards says, as we're both sitting here in full SOE gear. Um, Hunter asked how much Bitcoin was being used. Is it being becoming a currency? Um, I don't know. I I didn't sell anything for Bitcoin. We didn't sell anything at all um, for cash either. Um, cash seemed to be king this time still. Uh, I know people are doing Bitcoin demonstrations. I know I picked up some uh, some people that are going to get a hold of me to do some Bitcoin consulting. Uh, and I know I wasn't able to answer somebody's question about selling Bitcoin because I've never done it. Um, so, yeah, that it's there. It's on the it's on people's minds. I think the stagnant nature of the price has uh, lulled people away. Uh, there's more shiny things going. Uh, I think as uh, you get a price ramp, uh, if you get a price ramp, uh, MSU Rifle said I saw some being used. Yeah, I definitely saw some being used. I had QR codes. I actually haven't checked my wallets. I had QR codes out on the table, um, and I'm curious. I did see uh, some people walking around with um, with Noster stuff on, uh, with QR codes for zapping for Wallet of Satoshi. And so, yes, it's definitely... It's definitely still round, but I think uh, I think it's uh, not the shiny thing at the moment. I think AI is pretty shiny. I think oh yeah, they really don't want me to talk about this. <laughs> I think it's coming. I think it's coming for sure. It's uh, when the price takes off. It 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 always jack's mentioned it many times uh when the price is ramping up when it's at all-time highs people are wondering how to get into it it is it is what it is it gets the attention at that point um so yeah it's it's getting there it's getting there anyway guys i'm gonna wrap up i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna spend uh spend the day with my beautiful bride and uh hang out with her get some rest uh, get cleaned up around here i need a i need a shower in the worst way for sure um yeah and just put things back together get a little prep for the rest of the week and who knows maybe i'll get the whole whole week done but uh anything you guys want to hear about this week let me know put them in the telegram chat put them in the live chat here quick before we wrap up um man i i am open for topics i did not do any prep like i said at all so um yeah, you got something you want out there, the, the list is open. And if you ever want to hear anything, always, always, um, always reach out and just let me know. Other than that, we'll wrap up. We will be back with you tomorrow. I'm thinking at some point this week, I'll be on with the Backwoods Butcher doing a recap of SRF since uh, we had both had a great time and got to spend a lot of time together. I was excited to meet him and uh, it did not disappoint for sure. Other than that, guys, if you'd like to participate in the live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about the episode along with links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I am affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value 
podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Um, it's Monday. Safe travels to Pip and uh, Backwoods. Hope you guys get home safe and sound. Uh, keep me in the loop with your travels. And uh, for the rest of you, hope you have a great week. And we will talk to you tomorrow morning.